Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Look Into It. Tonight, this is our guest. Various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're they're you're okay. You're not going you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody gotta do it. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep a draw my Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep a draw my Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. Biden said the jab stopped the spread. It was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia. That's what's coming next if we don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights. It's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws. That's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they gonna ban us. Hey, this is about control. Everybody knows. Everyone complies. We're the kinds of pros. I don't need a plane. I just hit the road. I do what I want. I can't sell my soul. Market about the crash. This is what you chose. Ruining the country. I've been best to go. You gon' take the mark. I take never rolls. I'm a man of God. I can never Let's fold. Go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey. Let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real. They just planted. Hey, hey. Let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey. Let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real. They just planted. Hey, hey. Let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Welcome, Bryson Gray. How you doing, Bryson? Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me on, man. What's up? What's up? What's up? Dude, thank you, man. I've been following you for a long time, for at least a year and a half, man, on Instagram. I'm always I'm always curious as, as to what you're up to. And that song we just saw, uh, it, it went number one somewhere, right? Where? Oh, Billboard? everywhere. Yeah, I uh, went number one on the digital sales chart. So iTunes would be out of Dale uh, for the top beat, spot. Wait, wait, wait. It beat out Adele. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Holy shit. And weren't, weren't they trying to suppress you and ban the shit out of you? Oh, no, they did. It was, yeah, the, the, the song got banned on YouTube on my page. And then I got all my followers to re-upload it to YouTube and they risked their YouTube accounts. And there, there was one that was able to actually stay on YouTube. Uh, and I just usually don't talk about it because I don't want it to get banned. Which is the first, your first, that's probably your biggest song for sure. But which, which one was the, the first song where you started getting heat? Um, so I had a song called MAGA Boy that Donald Trump retweeted, uh, sort of like the end of 2019 and it ended up like 3 million views on Twitter. Uh, then I had, um, I had a, like a string of songs go sort of viral. Then I had Trump is your president, which went mega viral. Then I had a wait, wait, which song. one is that? Trump is, what, what's it called? It's like, uh, Trump is your president. Why I say Donald Trump is your president, if you like it or not. 
the energy you had with Barack. And then that was like went crazy on TikTok. And is that the one that's a short, it was a short clip, right? Was it a long song? Was it a- yeah, a lot of my songs are kind of kind of short, but yeah, that one that one was like only like two minutes tops, I think. Shit, man. Okay, what I want to do is I want to start from the beginning. Like, I want to know how you ended up as a MAGA rapper. Where did you Where did you grow up? Where were you born? Right here, where I'm at. I just landed. High Point, North Carolina. Born and raised. High Point, North Carolina. And 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 uh, what did you do in school? What what was what what did you aspire to be? Did you did you want to be a rapper from the time you were you know five years old? Or I've been rapping since probably before five years old. My mom mm-hmm. and dad over here somewhere they could tell you. I, I don't even remember a time in my life where I didn't rap. Wow. Like I don't. I can't. I can't remember back that far. Wow. Okay. So in your head, you were going to be a rapper. You and that's all there was to it. Yep, I went rapper of the year, fifth grade elementary school, rapper of the year, eighth grade in middle school. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so yeah. were you uh, were you um, a freestyler or were you the kind of rapper that has to sit down and really think about their shit? Because I, I work, so I, with, use the- I, I, I work with like uh, one project that I work that that I had for the. <sighs> I don't know, maybe 10 years. Uh, it's called Smoke Serpent. And it was just me making all the music. And I had two MCs and uh, both of them were amazing. Uh, but one guy can come up with a verse in 20 minutes. And it's an insane, crazy verse. His name is Compella. And uh, my other MC, his name is Al. Uh, he he didn't he didn't like sitting and writing a verse down that day. He liked taking like a whole weekend. But when it was done, I mean, every one of his verses that he's ever laid on my music has been fucking perfect. But he just needs a little time to really because he sings yeah. a little bit. He, he he adds vocal melodies. They're both very different. But so what what style are you? You a little both or so I start I, I, I I'm both. I started off battle rapping, so I got my name battle rapping. Like just like I used to battle rap older kids and like men, and I I got popular for battle rapping because I used to always do it just on the top of the head. And I was just talking about like what they had on or them currently. Like it's not necessarily like you can tell I'm really doing it just right now. Um, and that's why I got my name. But I'm sort of like the guy you mentioned. Like if you were in a studio, I like when people come to the studio with me sometimes so they can see how like fast I write. Cause I really write like a verse in like 10, 15 minutes. Like it's, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's beautiful, man. I, you know, I dilated people's right. You heard of dilated people's rocker sound, sound very familiar. They were, they were big in the 90s. Um, it, Raka is one of their MCs. I produced a song for him, and uh, it was a Smoke Serpent song, but he jumped on a verse. And he was here, right here in my studio, right here. And it took him about 20 minutes. I just had the the, the beat on a loop, and he was just yeah. sitting there on his phone. He had a black beat, yeah. he just sitting there on the phone, boom, boom, boom. And then, dude, 20 minutes goes, I'm good. And the, the verse is awesome. The song's called yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. And the reason we work together is because he's um, – He's really into jujitsu as well, so that's how we kind of came together. And we wrote a song called Jujitsu. <laughs> but um, oh, that is that is cool. Yeah, so I, that, that's that's literally how I'm in the studio. I put it on loop because when I hear the song, it's like if somebody played me a song, as long as I got the the vibe of what I'm going to in my head, by the time the beat finished playing, I'm already halfway done with my verses because it's like it just flows out. I don't I don't force nothing. Now the the downside to that is I can go like two weeks without making a song. Or I, I could go three weeks without making a song. I, I cannot force music. I refuse to force it. It has to just come out, you know. So and, and that's how I make music. Hold on, you produce too? 
Yeah, I've been making music. I mean, making music is was has always been my number one thing, man. I I I uh, only started doing jujitsu just to stay in shape so I wouldn't be a fat rock star. I was so sure. <laughs> I was so sure I was going to be a rock star. So I started. At first, I joined a regular gym, and that lasted literally ten minutes. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this shit, lifting weights and all that shit. I go fuck yeah. that. I was always a big Bruce Lee fan, so I thought, okay, I got to stay in shape. I already know this weightlifting shit ain't for me. So I got to, I got to, maybe I'll do martial arts. So I got into karate and I did, I did, um, all, you know, and then eventually I did a few different styles, the Danny and Asano system, which is, has steak fighting and some, you know, Wing Chun and some Eskrima, C-Lot, um, that kind of shit. And then I ended up, you know, watching UFC two and I saw UFC two. This was back in 94 blew me the fuck away. And I'm like, okay, I got to do jujitsu. Cause I don't know if you're familiar with the UFC or the early UFCs, but um, it was basically uh, a battle, a tournament of all styles that a boxer. You know, if the first one was an eight man tournament, a boxer, a sumo wrestler, a karate guy, jujitsu guy, a wrestler. And, um, and then the jujitsu guy would always win. Cause these guys didn't know how to fight on the ground. So I'm like, damn, I got, I got to learn how to fight on the ground. And I wrestled a couple years in high school. So I thought, man, this might be perfect for me. But, um, so yeah, music was something that it was always about the music. And now I'm, I pay the rent with my jujitsu. You know what I mean? Music, yeah. don't, make, music don't make me any money, but I never, <laughs> stopped making, I never stopped making music. I just don't sell it. I just, I make music and I put it on YouTube for free. I don't try to sell it or anything. No one wants to buy it. <laughs> Bro, we got to collab. I, I've been actually producing beats since I was nine. I do remember when I started making beats. Uh, I started making beats when I was nine years old. And I was actually more popular from where I'm from for a brief moment of time. For like three years straight, I was more popular for producing. I had produced for all the top artists like in the state. And like I sort of like say, okay, rapping's going to take a backseat because everybody loves my beats. And oh, that's wow. what I like. Yeah, so I became the – and so I used to have music on the radio where I'm from. And like the rap group I was in was very popular here. And the reason I got on the radio is because the dude at the radio station wanted my beats. And then he said, if you make the beats for my artists for free, I'll see if we can get some some of your group songs on the radio. And uh yeah, and he ended up having a song for uh, an artist that was big named Ace Hood. And it was it was with my beat. And it got Wait a radio. minute, not Bugatti, not Bugatti. No, heck no, heck no, heck no, nah. Hey, it Bugatti's was, was, a great song. Bugatti's yeah, a great song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a local song that was popular here on the radio. It was just Ace Hood on the song with this guy's artist. And it did real good on radio, and I produced it. And then he said, okay, boom. Took our song to radio, and our song just happened. It ended up the number one song on the radio station in North Carolina. So we just ended up, so then I became more known for rap again, obviously. Oh, shit. So how old are you? I'm 31. Okay. So you grew up, so musically you, you kind of grew up when in the two thousands kind of like when was that, yeah. was that your era? I, I was born in 91. So I got a mixture of, I got a little mixture of, of both. Like my childhood years is like the, the, the nineties, late nineties. And then like when I really grew up was like the two thousands. And how did you get into making beats? Did you learn how to play uh, uh, an instrument or did you just kind of, uh, are you kind of like a jack all, of all trades with instruments and beats or you so play guitar or anything? My dad is a music producer. He's like super great at the piano. He had a um, Yamaha keyboard. We just updated it. We just updated that keyboard last year. I got him a new one for Christmas. But out before that, it was the same keyboard. I started learning how to make beats on. And I just started making beats. I, I figured out it, it wasn't just piano. It was all types of sounds on there. You can like, you know, mess with it. So, 
I started messing with it and I, and I made, I was literally making full complete beats with songs on them at like 10. I, I was, I was, <laughs> so what, uh, what, what, uh, recording, um, uh, software did you, were, did you go right to pro tools or what was your, Oh, no. Nah. I was using man. It was on. It was something called Acid Studio. I don't even think that existed anymore. It was, <laughs> it was, so, it was so long ago. But as far as instruments, like I can make somebody that don't know how to play instruments, I can make them think I can play any instrument. But in reality, I can just pick. Like there's videos of me playing the guitar. People think, oh, he can play the guitar. I just, I, I, I just know sounds. So it's like I know what sounds go together. So I can just play with a guitar and I can make a song. I can yeah. make a song with a piano. I can make a song with pretty much anything because it's, it's all sounds. Oh, so shit. yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm one of those guys. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys too. I've always been, and ever, you know, at first I grew up a metalhead. I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up uh, a rap head at all. I grew up mm. me- metal and like goth. Like I was into either Slayer, Metallica, Kick, Kiss. You know, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. Then I got into like the cure and like my sister, she's five years younger than me. And she was like all the gothic, you know, the the yeah. the, the, the girly stuff. And I was like secretly into that shit, going, damn, I love the Peshmo. <laughs> I love the cure and all that shit. And when it came to rap, I I I never was my frequency isn't like James Brown or like you know um a funk or rap all my all my my relative my cousins and I I, I come from a big Mexican family and they all love yeah. funk I grew up listening to funk but I was on the metal side so I never really liked um rap growing up I loved the rap I loved the the um, the fact that rappers could could go way beyond rock lyrically, you know, because in with rock, if you're gonna write rock lyrics, they got the lyrics got to be poetic and vague, yeah. and there's got to be metaphors, and and you don't really know what the fuck the song's about, and it's just it could relate to anything, and everybody thinks the song is about something in their life and all that, and that's what rock lyrics are very limited. It's a beautiful thing. I love rock lyrics. It's a beautiful thing. But what I loved about rap is you could be funny, you could be violent, you could be uh, poetic and vague just like rock you could do anything you, you did uh, uh you could do on in, in rock lyrically but you could do so much more and i was always into writing parody songs and and funny songs so i would, yeah. always t- I would take slayer songs like there was just one song angel of death real big uh slayer song i changed it to angel of aids when i was like 15 <laughs> i rewrote the whole song it was about a hooker who had aids so i was always into that so that's why that's what i loved about rap I'm like man, lyrically they just don't they they just don't have any limits. But I I yep. wasn't into the James Brown samples and all that shit. But then I heard you know Run DMC. This is the '80s. I'm old as fuck. I'm 52. So when I heard Run DMC, I'm like okay, okay, that's like it's like ACDC rap. It was it was rock. And I was a lot yeah. heavier rock, but I'm like, okay, run to like, I think it was rock box. I heard first. I'm like, oh damn. Okay. I like this. But what really flipped me was when public enemy collaborated with anthrax and they did a song called bring the noise that fucking blew my head up. I'm like, that's what I need to do. So me and my boy, James, James was my guitar player in a speed metal band. And I played drums in a speed metal band, but we were burnt out burnt the fuck out yeah and and then once i heard anthrax which is a speed metal band collaborate with public enemy on bring the noise i'm like let's do a whole 
band like that. That, that, we, that just flipped everything. And, and then from that point on, I think it was like 1989, 90, 91, I just started making hip hop with uh, metal and like industrial mm -hmm. hip hop and rock. I just mixed it all up. And I've been doing that ever since. You know, I, I make uh, regular rock songs too. I love the female voice. So I've produced a lot of music for female singers um, and male singers too. And every now yeah. and then I'll fuck around and, and, uh, and try to sing. My voice is very limited. Uh, but my, my, my specialty is putting together vocal melodies and arranging songs and composing songs. That's what I do. But unfortunately... I can't sing most of these vocal melodies that I hear in my head. So I get real singers and I'll, I'll uh, you know, produce and write for real singers. But occasionally I'll fuck around. Like I got a bunch of joke songs that I'm, I'm writing right now. And uh, uh, so I'm having fun, you know, yelling and screaming yeah. and singing and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, so, since, so, since, since the scandemic, man, the lyrics just write themselves. <laughs> I mean, write themselves. You. Sam Tripley and I are coming to your town. Catch us on the road doing tinfoil hat comedy. Follow me on Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night. Friday, December 2nd, we'll be in Calusa, California. And Saturday, December 3rd, we'll be in Fresno. Go to samtriply.com for more information and to buy your tickets. See you on the road. So rap, what's funny is I stopped listening to secular music, period, uh, like two years ago. But, you know, even then, rap is still my favorite genre. And it's not because I'm a rapper. It's because of what you just said. I had, I had it was a big argument about this on Twitter that I started. I said, rap, with rap, you can do anything. Like with rap, the, the things you can do in rock, you can do in rap too. The yes. things you can do in R&B, you can do in rap. The things you can do in yes. pop, you can do in rap. Yes. Like, so like rap, so with, with rap is, is literally unlimited. Like you can have metaphors and there's something for everybody. You know, some people like Kendrick Lamar. Some people like the mumble rap crap that I can't stand. But some people, some people like the mumble rap stuff. Some people like the rock rap. Like there's something in rap, especially now. There's all types of sounds like in, in rap, and I I told you I was like rap is like one of the few genres where it's like literally unlimited because you can do anything and incorporate yes. it. You know. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So um, you're um, now when you started getting serious with uh, rap and hip hop, um. At what point, at how old were you when you thought, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do this uh, for a living? Were you like 18, 19, you're rapping? Oh, no, not... way before that. Oh. Um, my, my, my dad had me in the real studio when I was like 11. And you said yeah. your dad's a, a, like a legit pianist. Yeah, he right here. My, my, my dad played the piano. He, he could sing. My, 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 dad had, my dad had record deals on the table. He had, uh, he, he had some, he had, you know. He right here, like he had my level, but he, you know, he he had some success, you know what I'm saying? Because he he was singing, he was producing people, um, he was producing people too, but he was made like more R and B beats, and uh, he'll sing and all that, yeah. So having um a career in anything else never came up for you. It was always no, nope. no way, no. I always knew I was gonna be a rap rap. Period. I always knew I was gonna do music, like period. From inception, I never thought anything else ever. And and obviously, because your your dad is such an accomplished musician, he was supporting the whole time. He wasn't telling you you gotta think of a plan B. You need a you need you need to have another career, an alternative career, or anything like that. No, nah, I mean he forced me to play sports because I'm like five ten, but I've always been like kind of stocky, so I play running back. But um, he let me quit because we had a. Uh, but focus. We was on, I was on 106 in Park in high school. I don't know if you remember 106 in Park on BET. 
It was, I, uh, no, we, I don't. Okay, so what was part was like one of the biggest shows on on like TV as far as music um, in the early two thousands. And, and you were when in I was there? in high, oh yeah, when I was in high school, we got invited because we our songs were getting sort of popular on MySpace. So I, uh, we made a song about McDonald's that went viral on the internet before YouTube even existed. It was like other websites that don't exist anymore that that was out and it went viral. I had like a million plays on some of these websites, uh, and uh, and. And 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 so we, after all this, we got invited. I had songs in movies in high schools, like like a lot. So we got invited to one of us apart. We killed it. We won whatever challenge it was. And then uh, our MySpace play, we were looking like ten thousand plays per day on MySpace. Damn, and you then, were uh, killing it on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, we oh yeah, we were killing it. And then uh, I remember when Soldier Boy cranked that was going. You remember that song? Uh, Soldier Boy, you cranked that Soldier yes, Boy. Yeah, you, totally. Yeah. That was huge. So. So that song was going viral and we were already popular like locally and we got called to perform with Soldier Boy. And my daddy said, okay, you can quit football. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my daddy was already, he, was already, he was already mad at our coaches because my coaches didn't like me because he used to help with coaching at the school I went to. And uh, it, it was just some weird stuff. Cause I was like, I, I, listen, I was 5'10". I ran a 4 440 and I was like, yeah, and I was like, I was like real stocky. So I was like bowling people over, juking people out, all that. But the, but it was the issue with the coaches. But I didn't care because music was my main thing anyway. And then he let me quit that day. When we found out was one of the boy, he was like, all right, you can quit. I walked, I walked out. I said, I'm done. <laughs> was that in high school or college? High school, high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was in high school. Yeah, yep. you were in I high never, school. Uh, yep. And for college, I went to a community college. But what's funny is I got paid to perform at all the all the big HBCUs in, in this state. <laughs> What's yeah, that? man, we, we have, uh, I, so HBCUs are the black universities. Okay. Uh, and our songs are so popular in the state. Like, like when I say our songs are popular on the radio station, like literally we have the number one song like in the state. Like we were beating out major artists on the state, on the radio stations in the, in the state. So we, we would get booked at all the HBCUs to perform. And, they'll and what was the like, name of, what was the name of that band at the, the, Three, 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 six boys. I was, I was in a rap group called Three, Three, Six Boys. Three, three, uh, and six we boys. Like, Man, that yeah. sounds familiar for some reason. No, and I'm thinking of Three, Six Mafia. <laughs> yeah, you think of Three, Six Mafia. We, we, we weren't big, uh, like in the whole country. It was just in North Carolina. We were, we were very, very popular in North Carolina. Um, and then we used to like just perform all over the place. I was making very degenerate music at this time, but, um, but yeah, man, it was a uh, degenerate. It was, it was how so? Just basically, just like you know party music and you know yeah, hold this hold yeah. that yeah getting drunk women shaking their butts you know stuff that i wouldn't dare listen to now <laughs> 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 but but yeah man, we were known for that like we actually twerk music we actually brought twerk music back on a global scale but we got like blackballed out of it like there's a rap group named travis porter well, they were making like some, there was a style of music called futuristic that was popular in the South and they were making that type of music. And they met us um, and they rap battled as they lost, but they wanted me to produce their whole tape. They wanted to get into the Turk music lane. And I was known, I was the Turk music beat guy. If you wanted a Turk song, you had to go to Bryson Gray for the beat, period. Cause I was, I was known for making that, them, them beats. And um, then we had beef with them and they cut us out of everything and started making Turk music anyway. And then they ended up going like national. <laughs> and it was like, damn. What percentage of the um, beats do you make for your music? You make all of them? 
No, now I feel so lazy. My dad hates it. I rarely produce my own music now. Um, really? I feel, yeah, man, it sucks. It's so weird because I was like, I used to find it disrespectful if somebody even offered to produce any of my music. But <laughs> I don't know. When I started making political music, I'm going to tell you, the first song I made that was political and religious, well, that's not the first religious song I made, but the first when I had a political twang to it, it was called Black Not Democrat. And I was so anxious to make it because I had just got the phone with my mama. She's going to hate me telling the story. But I had just got the phone with my mama. She was she was fussing me out because she thought I was putting my entire music career at risk for coming out with my political beliefs. You know, she was being a parent, you know, trying to look out for me. And she told me on the phone, she said, uh, you can't be a political pundit and a, and a music artist. You got to pick one. I was like, I can do it all. So I like went home so quick and making a beat was taking too long. So I said, let me go find me a beat. I, I was so anxious to make it, bro. And ever since then, I've been so lazy when it comes to producing. I've only Dude. produced like probably five of my songs, five of my songs in the last like two or three years. Dude, your mom was like, just stick with the twerking beats. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, God, don't. <laughs> so, so what happened was I was being like vocal, like not in my music, just vocal period on Facebook. And all the radio stations, people, they followed me on Facebook. And there was rumors that they was going to ban me from the radio station. They was going to not play my music no more. I, I was losing all my connects. So she was just like, hey, hey, listen. Because, you know, I, I don't have no, like, college degree in that. So my, my parents was like, you you trying to throw it all away for, for what? Politics? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, so uh, I want to know how you transitioned from a twerking rapper to... Uh, the rapper you are today, you're 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 a MAGA rapper. <laughs> Take us through that transition. And when you were uh, uh, making beats for twerking, did you consider yourself a Democrat at that point? Um, I was a registered Democrat, but even if you look at my voter record, I was a I, I changed my party face Democrat to independent like early on. Um, I, I went through a so the twerk music was a phase, and then the rap group transitioned into like. Drunk music, basically. What's drunk music? <laughs> like, it was just like rap music about getting drunk, basically. Okay. And then we became more known for that. We had a song on the radio to go do that. But even during this time, I was already, like, a very biblical person. I was just lukewarm while doing it. So I, I, I would, like, tell somebody about the Bible, but, like, you know, spew a bunch of curse words while I'm doing it. Like, it was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, read the mother effing verse. It's right. You know, so... Yeah, you know, so 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 did your parents bring you up uh, religious? Is that where you got, or do, or did you discover religion on your own? It's 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 half and half. So my family's like all Christian. My grandmother's super Christian. My grandmother works in the church. Like I mean, all Christian. Um, but I started finding it on my own with the Bible. There's a lot of things churches tell people that's just not real. You know, it's just like made up stuff. And then one time at a banquet at our church, this is how you know I've always been like crazy. So when people might like, be like. How, why do I wear like stuff like this to the airport or make the music I do? I don't know. Some of my brain, I've always been kind of crazy. So it, we was at a banquet for the church and I got to an argument with the pastor because I told him something he said wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> and it was an argument. And it was like, my parents said they never go to church with me. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so stay at home. <laughs> yeah, so I was already doing this, but I was still making like this degenerate music. And then what's so interesting is I fell in love with EDM music. So I, I thought, like, I fell in love with EDM music. Like, I literally quit rap music for, like, three years straight 
they were making strictly EDM music, and I was like so in love with it. And then like I made Skrillex? up a whole new like like Skrillex. Like, like Skrillex is more dubstep. I'll say okay. more like Calvin Calvin Harris. Yes, yes. Like okay. Calvin Harris. Yeah. So like yeah, beautiful Steve music. Day. Like Robert Miles. Yeah, like the like the dance music. Like, you know, yeah. you know. Oh, wait a minute. Did you ever did you did you accidentally take a hit of ecstasy? Is that what happened? No, I've never well, you know what's funny? I've never tried any drug in my life. Okay. Cause your story sounds like all of a sudden you're all into EDM. For me, that that happened too, but it happened when I did ecstasy for the first time. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say when you do ecstasy, like the lights get brighter and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I DJ'd at a strip club the you know during my my degenerate days. And yeah. um, anytime and every every stripper likes a different kind of music. You got the, yeah. the Deftones tool chicks. You got the, the house chicks. You got the R&B chicks. You got the hip hop chicks. You got the metal chicks. You got the chicks that are like, play whatever, I don't care. And then you, you know, yeah. they don't really care about music. They just want to get naked. Um, yeah. But then, you know, you had the EDM and, and the techno chicks and and I'm, I'm sitting there playing it going, I, I, I'm, you know, I grew up being a drummer, so drummers get offended that people enjoy music where the drums are as simple, simple. as you possibly yeah. get. Every goddamn yeah. song. Ish, 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 ish. You want to hear? Yeah. You got the, you got the drums for the new song. You got oh, I got the drums. You're gonna love the drums for the new song. Let me hear it. Ish, 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 ish. <laughs> I'm gonna Listen. I'm gonna bring the hi hat in most of the time, and then I'm gonna dip the hi hat. But then I'm gonna keep in like oh shit. You got the drums for the new the new song. Yep, yep. Hurry up, dog. We need the drums for the new song. I got it. I got it. I got. It. Hold on, hold on. Okay, here we go. Ish, 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 ish. <laughs> so as a drummer, it was offensive. I fucking yeah. couldn't. I'm like, who? Like, I, I ended up at a rave one at one time. And yeah. we were trying to go to like to some goth club and I'm at a rave. And I'm like, oh, we got to stay. Everybody wanted to stay. And I just remember it was it was in downtown L.A. Just all night. No matter what hey. song it was, they'll put in like eurythmics and shit yeah. over it. They'll, whatever song it is, the, it's like they never turned off the drums. I'm not gonna lie. Every time I made an EDMB, it did have all basically like it was a different sounding drum. This is the same thing. Is you know, I might I, I might take out a middle one on the second beat here and there, but it, it listen, it's really the same thing. But I fell in love with it. I started making it. And then I had a few, I used to remix like popular viral videos and like make them EDM. And I had a few that went pop viral on Vine. And me, I've always listened to different types of music. So I started like writing the writing the songs. But I was like, I can sing, but so like how you said earlier, some of the things I, I I'm writing, I can't sing it like I want it, want to hear it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I started uh I started hitting up other singers that was popular on Vine. I'm like, yo, you trying to break into EDM? You know, because I had like bonds. I was getting like forty thousand likes. That was that was great on Bond back in the day, and like it's just my it's my EDM beats. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I made a song with this guy named Jay Hayden called Stranger. I had, I made an entirely new moniker for myself. This is when I used to drink. I used to call myself King Vodka. Um, and <laughs> we made a song called Stranger, and it went bonkers viral on Bond right now. King Vodka on Spotify. I haven't released a song in like six years. King Bach on Spotify still has 20,000 monthly listeners. Like, because I had I had a few songs that just went mega viral on the internet EDM. And at that point, I was like, I'm about to be the black Calvin Harris screw rap. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, you know what? Uh, 
what I learned about EDM is, I mean, at first, like I got like I, I was I was saying it, it annoyed the shit out of me. And I didn't get like, how could people not give a fuck about there's no <laughs> variation in the drums? I didn't get it. And then uh, uh, at the strip club, one of the strippers had a birthday party at the key club in Hollywood. It used to be Gazari's. And we got there and up and. She all the strippers and the, her for her birthday party, they they reserved the bottom uh, floor for the party and they were playing hip hop there. But when you walk in the, the you walk in on the top floor and it's just techno. And then, you know, everyone's dancing by themselves. Me and my buddy, me and my buddy, Ricky, we walk in and we just we're just standing there looking at these people dancing by the look these guys dancing by themselves like, for me when i go to a club i want to hear hip, if i'm going to dance and i'm single and i'm looking for girls gotta be hip-hop it, at that point it has to be hip-hop yeah. I don't, and i'm a metalhead i don't want to go and like hear metal music i'll i'll yeah. you know I'll end up in metal clubs but hip-hop is the best girls like it the most it's it's the it's the best to dance to that's the ultimate party music and so we're, we're upstairs we walk in and everyone's dancing around by themselves and and <laughs> you know you, you, you want to dance with a girl we're, we're trying yeah. to meet uh members of the opposite sex and we use dancing as a reason to get you know physical yeah and then these guys are out there just ooh, dancing by themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, what what is wrong with these fools? So we go downstairs in the hip hop room. And I'm like, fine, they're playing fucking uh, Dr. Dre or some shit. Yeah. And we're like, you know, hell yeah, Biggie. OK, fuck. Yeah, we're partying. You know, everyone's doing shots, all the strippers and all the there's a, it's 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 awesome. And then. My buddy goes, hey, you want to do some ecstasy? I never done ecstasy before. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know. This was 1997. <laughs> this was 1997, long ass time ago. And um, I said, fuck it. You know, I did it. And I remember just being floored. I'm like on the couch. And I don't know what hip hop song was going on, but the whole place is spinning. I'm like, oh, shit. And my friend Ricky that showed up with me, he's like going, oh, shit, do you feel that? And I've never done MDMA before. I'm like, oh, my God. And dude, we just went upstairs to the fucking techno room, dude. And we were out there dancing by ourselves. Ish, 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 ish. And when we're like looking at each other, I'm like, I get it now, dog. I get it. I get it. Ish, 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 ish. It's not about the drum beat. It's about the pulse. It's about getting everybody yeah, on the same yeah. heartbeat. That's what those drums are for. Yeah, it, establishing it, it, the, the heartbeat. Everybody yes. on this beat. Everybody is vibrating to this. This is what we're vibrating. This is the vibration. And it has nothing to do with ego because rock music is filled with ego. And for the longest, the longest time, you had to have the guitar player had to have his little part where he's going to play a yeah. solo. I need my little solo part. You know what I mean? Because the singer is getting all the attention and the, everybody, <laughs> everybody's showing off in the bass player. He wants a bass. So he wants to show off the drummer's fucking going crazy. What about me? Every, what about me? What about me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's dying for attention. That was me too. That's why I wanted to be in a band. Cause I, I needed, I had, I needed love. You know, I wanted yeah. people screaming for me. I was insecure. You know, I was damaged. I was a damaged boy. And <clears throat> uh, damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> nah, nah, but no. So like with EDM, like for that reason, it's because I feel like the music was just so positive energy. I just, like I said, I just fell in love with it. And then 
what like did really you like me off? did you like did you like the crystal method was that the the crystal method is in an edm group uh from mm-hmm. um man was it i think the late 90s and they had a their first album it's all instrumental couple couple vocals here and there like yeah, but, it's usually it's usually instrumental but but it was it wasn't it wasn't there wasn't one yeah it was all hip-hop beats it was it was hip-hop it was it was like techno and edm but with hip-hop beats yeah that was the perfect thing for the strip club that music that i swear to god this is the truth the the crystal method vegas it's called vegas the cd dude you can play that for anybody it doesn't matter every chick is gonna relate to the crystal method vegas 100 percent. and i knew this from work because you know when when you work in a strip club you know you got the next girl on stage she's gonna come and give you two cds she'll play track two on this one fast forward at 13 seconds and on this cd number nine and fade it out right there at 2 30 or whatever you know what i mean so a girl you know there's a, i always got as a as the dj i had to make sure there was a girl on stage right so um they would give me they would give me a, sometimes three girls in advance i already have their cds and i'm ready to go but if a customer asks for a private dance with a girl that's about to go on stage she can take that money. She can, she can easily look at me and say, skip me. And if I don't have another girl, I got 10 seconds to find another girl. This chick just <laughs> dogged me. Right. So that CD, man, I would just call out candy. You're next on stage. And I would just, I wouldn't even think I would just pull out crystal method. Boom. And just put that motherfucker around. I go, that's emergency shit. That's going to work. <laughs> and, um, and when I, when I, uh, I quit that job like 2003, but I still have dreams about it. I still have dreams that I'm a DJ at a strip club. And I don't think it always turns into a nightmare, but I don't think it's supposed to be a nightmare because I had nothing but good times there. And I don't know why does it always turn into a nightmare? This is why, because as a strip club DJ, you got to remember every girl and her music. You got to be on top of your shit with the girls and their music. Cause they pissed off. You play the wrong song. Shit. A stripper will throw their goddamn stiletto at you and so um but when i dream it's always tur- it turns into a nightmare because i can't read the cds i don't the c i can't i don't know what's I, what girl's gonna go on stage and i i can't find like and then the managers yell you know mad at me and i'm gonna get fired and i can't even read the cds but the only cd that i could read in my dreams is the crystal method Vegas. Even in my dreams, it saves my ass. Boom. And I put it in. I can't see any other CDs in my dream. Trust me on that one. Write that one down. You're going to, you're going to love that. <laughs> so CD. I mean, I don't know any like nineties EDM stuff. I only know about the newer stuff. I started learning about, um, there's a group Kanye West worked with that, that, that sort of did the house music stuff early on. But, um, I stopped doing EDM because, uh, my management pretty much got mad at me because I turned down a show in Paris. Uh, they wanted me to DJ in Paris. Um, and they said it was a pride, an LGBT concert. I said, I'm not doing it. And they pretty much stopped working with me. So I was like, oh, that's that's kind of weird. I mean, I, all I did was turn down one one thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I said, so I said, this stuff weird. I ain't got to worry about something like that in rap music. So, <laughs> so, 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 you know, I don't know. But I was in the phone for like, Three to four years straight, I was like just obsessed with making EDM music. Man, I could not get it out, get it out like my brain. Like every day, I wake up wanting to make a new EDM song. 
but the lyrics, like, I don't know, it was just something new. I'm, I was doing like rap, like, since I was like eight, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been doing that all my life, you know what I'm saying? But and then, even after I was like mixing EDM, like there was some things I took from EDM that I started mixing with, with, with rap music. And it's like, it, it sounded so fresh, but now everybody does it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty standard now. And uh, I, was just, I was just telling Hibbler here, my engineer, that um, even though uh, in newer rap, doesn't get the same respect lyrically as uh, you know, like like you earlier were talking about mumble rap and you don't like mumble rap and all these new guys mumble rap. Even though that that may be true, I listen to the music more than anything. The music and the how people sing as opposed to what they're singing. The mm-hmm. lyric, the lyrics are the icing on the cake for me. It's it's um the vocal melody. So the, it's the, the vocal melody first, then the lyric second. You could have, you know, in rock, there's so many of my favorite songs. I have no idea what these songs were about. I have no <laughs> idea. And I've, li- I've listened to them literally 10,000 times each, and I have no clue. Like, I love Smashing Pumpkins. I don't know what 99% of their so- those songs are about. I know a couple because I heard him explain it live, but if I didn't hear the explanation live, like, I don't know what the hell cherub rock is about, but I love it. The music's so good. The vocal melody is so good. And um, <clears throat> so, uh, damn, again, what was my point with that shit? <laughs> oh, 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 I know now. Now, so take me, t- take me into, okay, you're, 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 you're finding Jesus and you're rapping your rap is not as degenerate as it once was. And you're, are are you, do you get more into Jesus first? And then later uh, the, uh, you know, being a conservative or did the conservative part of you that blossomed did that uh, accelerate your Christianity? Um, Well, I was already a pretty stern Christian. Uh, I just had to read the Bible more to understand that a lot of stuff I was doing was still kind of lukewarm. Uh, So, because I was like really a Bible bumper when I was like 20, but it was like kind of weird. I I like, if if that was today, I would be a meme. People would look at me as a meme. Like, why is this dude, like, he really thinks thinks if I was ever acting like that, it'd be crazy. But I was always conservative. Like socially, mainly, I was always conservative. So I just didn't know Here's the thing about the black community. <clears throat> we just, the, the default setting is being a Democrat. We don't really know about politics. We don't even know what being a Democrat means. We just know <laughs> that Democrat likes minorities and Republicans hates minorities. And, and, and that's the spectrum. There's nothing else outside of that. And I didn't, like, I didn't know the term conservative earlier, early, early on. Like, like it's, it's really just unknown because in the black community, we're socially conservative for the most part. Like, like culture is degenerate, but if you really like talk to somebody black about their values, it's going to be conservative values. Work hard, boom. Um, we're just socially conservative. Like it's, it's really those type of values, but we don't know where that aligns because Republicans suck at marketing and the propaganda is very strong. Um, so me, <clears throat> I, I had got it to a blessing and a curse. I had gotten to like a super pro-black stage in my life. It was such a silly thing. It was very silly, actually. Talk about but that. What, what, what does so that mean I, exactly? I used to like to study Malcolm X. And he just got that. He just had that fire in him. And I was like, I don't really like, I stopped liking Martin Luther King. I'm like, nah, nah, Martin Luther King, he, he wasn't gangster enough for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so you I'm got like, Black Panther for a little bit. 
so my grandmother was a Black Panther and my dad was a Cub. So my, I come from a line of Black, yeah, I come from a line of Black, uh, a line of Black Panthers. But they, that's not even really what inspired me. The propaganda worked on me just in a different way. Like I didn't hate white people. Like the, the way it is now is very weird. I just don't. The system was against black people. And I was like, we need to like, but his, this is how beautiful it is though. That got me into owning guns. They got me into owning guns. They got me into looking more into politics. And then they got me into more to look into a lot of other things. I was already watching Alex Jones. <laughs> so it, it was a weird phase. But when you start looking at these things like pandemic and politics, you start thinking like, wait a minute. Democrats are against everything I believe in. So this is how crazy it was. This is when I had the biggest flip of my life. My dad was a huge Hillary Clinton supporter. I hated Hillary because at this time I'm like independent, so I don't like any party. I'm like one of those, like, I don't like anybody, you know, whoever goes against the grain is who I like. And I started liking Bernie Sanders because he was an independent, you know, he was saying words I didn't know, like socialism. I was like, I don't know what that is, but he yells. He yells and he says things like, Oh, I'm gonna tell you what got me. He was like, uh, I don't want any big money. I just want donations. I was like, heck yeah, he's cool. So <laughs> me and my dad used to argue about Bernie and Hillary. And I was like, Hillary's just a Democrat, blah, blah, blah. Hillary Clinton emails dropped. Do you remember that? The email, when the email yeah. first dropped. Yeah. I read them. I'm not gonna lie. I read them because I hated Hillary Clinton. So I'm reading them. Why did you so hate Hillary though? Why did you hate Hillary? Did you were you already a, a familiar with the body count and all that stuff? Bro, I, I was watching Alex Jones. <laughs> you know what, what got you into Alex Jones? Uh, the uh, the video of him, um, the documentary of him going into the uh, uh, Bohemian Grove. <clears throat> oh shit! So that was the first time you ever saw Alex Jones. That video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But and then what go, did yeah. you think? Like, damn, this guy's crazy. This is prison guard. All right, whether I, whether I sweep him, whether I put this butterfly in here and sweep him, I shuck, squeeze, gift wrap, and boom, and now I'm on his back. Maybe I sweep him the other way. Maybe I put this butterfly in here. Have him let go of the double arms, and then shoot this through. Boom! And then I go, bam! Look where I am. Boom! A, sh a shoulder crunch attempt um, is probably, like all sweeps, 20% at best success. But doing it from here, if it doesn't work, I still got him. I used to go here, boom, and then come here, and come up this way. That's what I usually do. All that is prison guard, all right? It's all off homie control. Homie control, again, is like the mission control of, rubber, of uh, prison guard. People that do what needs to be done without caring what, what, what people say, those are the people like, that usually that gra I gravitate towards. Um, so even though I didn't know nothing about Bernie Sanders, the fact that he sounded like he was going against the grain. But let me tell you what really got me into everything. When Bernie, you know, it, it, there was a thing where it was like the election, like they sort of took it from Bernie. He endorsed Hillary Clinton, right? And I was like, this dude is so weird. And now by this time, you can even go through my old tweets and see the transformation is so weird. By this time, I was already watching Republican primaries. The reason I was watching it is because some told me to research like Ted Cruz's website. So it wasn't Trump at first. It wasn't Trump at all. I, I, I never disliked Trump in my life, but this, it wasn't Trump. Ted Cruz, he mentioned something about God. And he was against abortion. And I, saw, and I saw it all over CNN, him being against abortion. 
And I was so freaked out by everybody being against what he said. I'm like, bro, y'all for killing babies for real? Now I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all support killing babies? That's very weird to me. So I went to Ted Cruz's website, and he's talking about traditional marriage, God, pro-life. I'm like, wait, huh? It confused the crap out of me. I'm like, why do I agree with this? It's kind of weird. But then I was keeping up with the Republican primaries, and then Trump, he, he sounded like me on stage. My mom used to come to me and be like, well, I saw you talking, but it was Trump. But it was Trump. <laughs> and Trump was saying the same sort of thing Ted Cruz was saying, but he was saying it with more blunt. It was blunt. It wasn't no po- – he didn't sound like a politician. Like, so when I started watching Ted Cruz, I liked what he said, and he, but he sounded like a politician. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was still sort of holding on to Bernie personality, but I'm like, Ted Cruz is lit. But then when you watch the primaries, nah, 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 Trump, Trump, <laughs> he was too lit. And then Bernie endorsed Hillary. And I was like, you know what, look into him, because he's like a fraud now. And I looked up what socialism actually was. I'm like, and I never agree with socialism, but I looked up what it was, because I was trying to debate people, and I'm like, I didn't know what it is before I debate somebody. And I'm like, I don't agree with this. A bunch of people just trying to get free, free stuff, and it's not really free stuff, because we all know the government, we pay for everything in the government, so it's really us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> spending, spending our hard-earned tax dollars to give it to people that don't want to do a, do a dang on thing. And, I mean, that was that was just it. And I started posting about it instantly because I felt like I was um, – I felt like I had to be vocal about it because I was so vocal about being – I was so vocal about stuff that was silly that I felt like I had to be just as vocal about what I just knew. And then that's when all the drama started, before I ever went viral. Like, before I ever went viral in political scene, I was dealing with so much drama. My parents were so pissed off. They felt like I was throwing my whole music career away. Now, um, it did, was you, did you crazy. get any heat from the Bernie bros when you jumped ship? Nah, look up the statistics. 20% of Bernie supporters uh, voted for Trump. In 2016, 20% of uh, people that, that, that claim to support Bernie voted for Trump because Trump sounded like Bernie. Because you remember Trump didn't take no big donations. He, he didn't ask for no big, uh, no packs or nothing like that. It was straight donation money. And he was saying actual conservative values. So Bernie, he was loud. And he was saying stuff that sounded good. When you look at his policies, if you eat, if you grew up how I grew up, you're not going to agree with them. Trump had the same energy, but he talked about something that makes sense: lower taxes. Who the freak doesn't want to lower taxes? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, so it's just. And then we eat because he dropped. A lot of people don't remember this, but he dropped a, a, a hundred day plan, and I read every single bit of it. And I was like, this is like solid. Some of the things I thought were a little bit um, more liberal and me, I'm like, mm, I don't like it, but um, I was like, like what? It's, it's solid. I, you know, he, he had a few things and people don't, people don't forget this. Trump banned bump stocks and he supported red flag laws a little bit. And his hundred day plan, it was, it was, he did it again in 2020. We saw like parents to the black community and say he wanted to give $500 billion to the black community. I don't like stuff like that. I don't, I don't like, because to me, you're incentivizing nothing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you're going to incentivize people, some people do need help. There's a difference between needing help and just sitting on your behind because you know the government. And I got family members that know the government's going to give them $700 in food stamps every month, and they know good and well is better if they don't have a job and if they're single. So you're incentivizing 
them to be single. You're incentivizing them to stay on their behind and just stay home and do nothing because they so they can get that seven hundred dollars a month and s- sell some sell some of it to me so I can get some groceries. Too. <laughs> 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 but but you know stuff like that and Trump plan. But but Trump, what I had to realize is Trump never was really conservative. He was always uh, he was a Democrat at first, and then he joined the Reform Party, and then he switched to Republican. So I, I took that with a grain of salt. Um, but when you compare it, it was just it was, it was a solid plan to me, and it was I, I, I had it before him. It was just no brainer in my opinion. So in 2016, you voted for him. You were you were. You were uh, I didn't Trump. vote. Oh, you uh, didn't I vote. didn't vote. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't vote. But I think you I were a Trump him. fan though at that point. Right. Yeah. During, uh, yeah. When, when he was running against Hillary, you wanted Trump to win? Oh, easily. I, I, listen, look me in my eyes. I hated Hillary Clinton. You know what's funny? The reason I didn't vote is because my parents, we used to get into real arguments. Now it seems fun. Like looking back, it seems like all oh, fun and cute. No, 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 no. In the beginning, it was like very like disowning me type stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I was. <laughs> Because I was loud about Trump. Like, I used to, I used to like have performances at the most hood clubs imaginable. And I used to tweet Trump, like, pull up, pull up. You know what I'm saying? I'm rocking with you. Like, I don't care what everybody else talking about. I'm rocking with you. And, and it, uh, it got, um, yeah, it just got, it got, it, it, it turned into a lot. It turned into a Were lot. You... Plus, I had a performance. Okay. So now you're turning into a, an open vocal Trump supporter and you got your little community around you. You got your people you work with here, people you hang out with there, your family, your mom, your dad. It seemed like they were all turning on you, right? They're like thinking you were fucking going crazy. Yeah. Did you have, yeah. Did you have anybody that was no. with you or were you solo? You were no, totally solo. No, it was, I honestly used to like it though, but it was literally me versus everybody. When I say everybody, I mean everybody. But then, my little sister, she used to have to be the one to hear me and my dad argue. And my dad is not going to admit it. I just used to have better arguments because I was, I, I, I was like, I'm, I'm a research. I'm not going to just go with, you know, whatever. I'm a research. So my sister listen to, listen to us argue. I thought it got to the point where it was literally every day. I'm not even trolling because, you know, the, the news run every day. So it, we're arguing every single day. And my sister, you know, she obviously, she obviously was convinced, you know what I'm saying? Because she, she, she voted for Trump in 2020. You know what I'm saying? My older brother voted for Trump in 2020. Julian, did you vote for Trump in 2020? I don't know my little brother. He's somewhere here. I think he So slowly you converted your, your sister and your brothers. Oh, yeah. And my daddy. Hey, where my dad? Is my daddy you, in there? Did you convert your dad? Did you convert your dad yet? I'm going to show you something. Is he in there? Oh, he in the bedroom. He going to get him real quick. I just want to show Eddie Bravo the shirt my dad has on right now. <laughs> I need to see. Listen, my mom, my mom got red peel. What? Everybody. What? Man, listen, you got everybody every- now. You got everybody. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why. Hey daddy, come on real quick. I just want to show him the shirt you got on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he picked us up in the airport in his shirt. Now you gotta sit down. <laughs> I can't wait see to see it. <sighs> what did I say? Oh hell yeah! Shout out being friends. Hell yeah! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was telling I, I was telling how, how I used to beat you in debates all the time, and that's why everybody you know, got red pill. Never ever beat that debate. That is ever. Why, why is everybody red pill then? What? No, including you. No, no, I'm not red pill. That's why you got on that shirt. 
Because I think I should be able to have my gun. Bro. Man, you, you would have never wore that shirt two years ago. He is crazy. <laughs> I should be able to have my gun. Man, you need you. you oh, wait a minute. And the way the cover is getting out of control, I'm going to have to have some way to scare him, push him back. See, what does that sound like to you? What does that sound like to you? Eddie? Dude, I think this is the craziest <laughs> thing. Like, your parents are like, if you don't start rapping about hoes again, you're out of here. <laughs> yo, yo, look at them. <laughs> me and my daddy, we was in a real argument. They were talking about disowning me. And it was so hilarious. I would really never disown them. <laughs> it's like, you used to Bryson, say it, though. Bryson, yeah. what's wrong with rapping about booties? <laughs> Bo big round booties. Don't you like <laughs> I can't understand what you're saying, but I bet you're saying something conservative. Like that. <laughs> that's the way conservative people look when they talk. <laughs> hey, you know what? Way. Conservative people love booty. I, I'm addicted to big booty, so I, I, I'm <laughs> ready. He's addicted to big, big booty. He's saying conservative people love booty. <laughs> conservatives, conservatives love booty. <laughs> Democrats love titty. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. He said conservative love booty. Democrats love boobs. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a, that's a fact. I must be in between. I like a boat. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was, You're independent. Guy, He's independent. That conversation got too degenerate for me. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, and then my mom. My mom won't even tell us who she voted for in 2020 because I know it was Trump. She just don't want to admit it. Dude. Oh, so she hasn't uh um, admitted that she's red pilled. No, she hasn't. So, fun fact: my mother was with me uh, in DC, not January sixth. I was there January sixth too. But you know, there was like rallies like every other week before yeah. leading up to January sixth. My mom came with me one night. She was with us at the Trump Hotel. She was in the streets with us. She was. It was. Listen, it was. It was lit. It was lit. My, my mom really popped out. And listen, my whole family, not my whole family, immediate family is red pill. But outside of immediate family, my other family, they still talk junk about me. But, you know. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, no, that's how it is. That's family. And then and how, then the, the music just, and, and your your politics just, uh, just united. And, and man, and blew the fuck up. Right? So, so like I said, Black Not Democrat was the first song I made. And before this, I was already like, I, I, I didn't have it went viral or nothing. But before I made Black Night Democrat, I was already like, I used to get death threats where I'm from. Like, Damn. not like, not like internet death threats. I wasn't popular enough to have internet death threats. People that knew me, because they were like, bro, you, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I used to go hard with the with the political stuff on Facebook. Like, real hard. real. Cause, cause I was new to it, so I, I got like sort of pride in it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, I'm going hard. And people send me death threats. So I used to walk around with a MAGA, a big MAGA hat on. I used to walk around with it and dare people, like, come in a place I won't go to. And I used to go. I used to pull up. I, of course, I had that thing. Um, but I, I used to pull up where people said I wouldn't go. Because in my mind, you're not going to tell me I can't wear what I want to wear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care who you is. So I'm going to prove to you. Because a lot of these people was like, some of these people used to run for me. And then they think like I support Trump, and they can just. But listen, listen. I used to put that hat on. I used to go live on Facebook. It was only like fifteen people, twenty people watching. But I used to go live on Facebook, and I used to pull up anywhere. And um, oh shit, and, uh, the big the big foam red. Yeah, yeah, the big yeah. foam like cowboy hat. That, that yeah, said, yeah. Make America great again. 
Yeah, it wasn't a cowboy hat at first. It was the uh, it was just the baseball, the baseball one. That, okay, that, that, okay. Yeah, because I, I made that popular. And yeah, so then I made Black Not Democrat, but it was before I went viral. And it was like, I said like 10,000 views on Twitter because I only posted it on Twitter. Because I, I was like, yeah, people going to probably hate this, but I don't care. This, this is how I feel right now. I got to put it out. I want to hear that right now. Can you find that Black Not Democrat, Bryson Gray? I, yeah, you pull it up. Black I got to hear this out. shit. I wonder, the, first, the first one. This One of your early ones, it was a short one, man. I remember getting blown away. It was... It, you, in black, not Democrat, are you pro Trump here? Yeah, I was all wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah, I was pro Trump. Okay. I was more it's just about being one. like, yeah. Not, not only this is why I, I think you're talking about something. I don't know. I had a few that were. It was viral. on Instagram. I, I saw like your first one on Instagram that made noise. I'm trying to think. Had, it had to be. I had to be Trump. Was it Trump as your president? I don't know. I really don't. I really don't know. Yeah, that might be it too. It's one of those. I remember going, damn. It, it, yeah, was, just, it, it was like a one minute song. Like it wasn't like complete. It's, it seemed like you, you did like a little, like it was just one, maybe 90 seconds or something. I could be remembering. You find it? Is it on YouTube? Black yeah, you Not Democrat? Yeah, type in Bryson Gray, Black, Not Democrat. It should come up easily. Yeah. Bryson Gray, Black, Not Democrat. That was a, I made that song. I, I was so, like, angry because like, I'm like, who? What you mean I can't mix politics around? I'm like, what? I can do whatever I want to do. So I, I was like, so it was like, I, I went home. I said, man, y'all got me messed up. I was so, like, you know, I don't know. But, you know. Here we go. It's animated? Yeah, I got an animated video, man. Okay, okay. Uh. Yeah, I'm black, I'm not Democrat, Peter Mega hat. Ooh, we they try to take my guns, I can't go like that. Ooh, we they try to take our funds, I can't go like that. Ooh, we they try to ban our speech, I can't go like that. Yeah, I'm black, I'm not Democrat, Peter Mega hat. Ooh, we they try to take my guns, I can't go like that. Ooh, we they try to take our funds, I can't go like that. Disagree, watch our liberals act. Yeah, yeah, they try to ride on me, but they call the flat. Look at the unemployment rate, especially for our race. High taste, they see Trump, he winning. Ooh, look at their face, I think they mad. Call me what you want, I don't care what you say. I just laugh. You are seeing it, you must not know they faking. Yeah, I'm black, I'm not Democrat. Peter Mega hat. Ooh, we didn't try to take my guns, I can't go like that. Ooh, we didn't try to take our funds, I can't go like that. Ooh, we didn't try to bend our speech, I can't go like that. Yeah, I'm black, I'm not. Democrat, Peter Mega hat. Ooh, we didn't try to take my guns, I can't go like that. Ooh, we didn't try to take our funds, I can't go like that. Ooh, we didn't try to bend our speech, I can't go like that. Y'all get hype behind computers, like we teach you like a tutor. They out here trying to kill our babies, don't you know that they our future? They give free abortions, they pit us on welfare, replace our families with checks, and that's gonna make us stay there. Look at our history. Don't you see all that hate there? Look who started it, KKK, man, they not trying to play fair. Then they say it was a switch so they can change your memory. I was a slave to it, too, so I looked at our history. Yeah, yeah I'm black, I'm not Democrat, Peter Mega hat. Ooh, we didn't try to take my guns, I can't go like that. Ooh, we didn't try to take our funds, I can't go like that. Ooh, we didn't try to bend our speeds, I can't go like that. Hell yeah. Dude, 
that's fucking good, man. That's good. <laughs> like I literally, I made it, and I made it. I, it was so crazy. I felt like the words just poured out. I made it so quick. Cause I was, I was angry though. So I was like, on the, on the way home, I'm like, I can't. Cause I was at work on the way home. Like, boy, as soon as I get home, y'all got me messed up. I'm making this song. That's you the know, one that started mind. it. That's the one that started it all, right there, right? Yep. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I thought that one was gonna go like platinum, but it, it's not even. Been about, it's not even one of the popular. It's not one of the most popular songs at all. But I, I felt so like it was. You know, it was the first one. So I was like, yeah. you feel like you feel like on top of the world. Like I did exactly what y'all said I couldn't do. <laughs> but I ended up doing that anyway. Man. So, yeah. so um, man, and then that was the first one. What was the second one? At that point, at, so, at that after that one. That's when people started disowning you right there, right? Where your family oh, wasn't no. with you on that one? Oh heck no. They weren't oh, no. on that song. They, they probably no. fucking <laughs> no, you crazy. Heck no. But then I made a song called um after that I had actually went viral for wearing the big hat. So a guy that was popular in the movement, he had followed me on he had found me on Facebook. I don't even know how he found me because he was from the area. And and uh, he had said, bro, you should go to a rally in your MAGA hat. I said, no, that sounds lame and corny. I don't, like, I don't know. But I wore a MAGA hat to pretty much taunt the people during me. I didn't yeah. wear it for people to like it. So he wanted me to go to a rally with it. I'm like, nah, that sounds kind of lame. He asked me, like, every week, like, bro, there's a rally coming up. There's one in Fayetteville. Come. And then he was like, uh, bro, just come, bro. And then one time I was like, all right, I'll come, bro. But I'm not standing the whole time, bro. Cause I don't know. I, I would feel silly in a big mag. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's not nobody there that's threatening me. It's, it's like, yeah. So to me, it's not. It's not fun. So I went, and a news lady came up to me and asked me a question, and I pretty much said, "I mean, I can vote for her, whoever I want to vote for." I mean, people said I couldn't wear the regular mega hat, so I bought, I bought this one. And while I was in the rally, that video had went viral on Twitter. Trump posted it and said, thank you, Bryce. And I'm like, yo, what the crap is going on? And then I had gained like 20,000 followers instantly on Twitter. And uh, and the Black Eyed Democrat song was already on my Twitter, but I mean, it didn't really like do much. Then I made a song called um, MAGA Boy and started the MAGA Challenge. Uh, then when I started the MAGA Challenge, I didn't know it was going to go viral. It went viral. Jimmy Kimmel talked about it, obviously in a negative way. But uh, everybody talked about it. Trump retweeted it. And he said that the winner was going to come to the White House, but that never happened. But, you know, he retweeted it, and then that's what really – that's the second song I made, and that's what really took me, like, out of there. Let's hear that one. I wonder, what's that one called? Uh, I think it's called MAGA Boy. It might Maga be called MAGA Boy. Type in Bryson Gray MAGA Boy. Or you said Bryson Gray MAGA Challenge. That, that's what went viral, the MAGA Challenge. I want to hear the song, though. Okay, yeah, type in, type in MAGA Boy, yeah. Yeah. Dang, this, this feels like so long ago, but it was really just 2019. <laughs> Damn. So did you actually end up going to the White House yourself? I went to the White House before that. I went to the White House even before I was really truly viral because uh, I went to the Black Leadership Summit. Uh, we, we saw Trump speak. Then I went again, but we never actually went for the the winner of the magnitude. That, that never happened. Have you ever uh, talked to Trump and like chit-chatted with him? I, I talked to the I talked to the team. I talked to the White House people. Like they told me that Trump. They called me. And said Trump loved the song, uh, the Magna Boy song. The day they retweeted, they called me. I don't know how they got my phone number. That was weird. But they called me.
<laughs> Is that the hat? <laughs> the yeah. Hat? Look. Hey, they say, ain't you that mega boy? Tell me what you want, cause they don't matter, boy. I just speak the truth that something they don't understand. Why this white liberals trying to tell me who I am? Don't put me in groups, cause I'm my own man. I said I wasn't Democrat and lost a few friends. Radio stop playing me, I lost a few fans. But tell me I'm a fit cause the power in my hands. I am not a victim, I am not oppressed. They keep taking shots, so I might just buy a vest. They said I want my mega hat, I told them say less. I bought the biggest mega hat, I did it just to flex. Where that day just to make them boys upset. I can't be controlled by nobody or a check. They call me a coon, um, I'm not impressed. They don't like the truth, so the least they gon' suppress. You can't ban the facts, man. They think they can control me, cause I'm a black man. Hey, tell them tip I own lap, man. Why? So don't try to be Batman. Ooh. Hey, they say, ain't you that MAGA boy? Tell me what you want, cause they don't matter, boy. I just speak the truth, that's something they don't understand. Why these white liberals trying to tell me who I am? Don't put me in groups, cause I'm my own man. I said I wasn't Democrat and lost a few friends. Radio stop playing me, I lost a few fans. Don't tell me I'm a victim, cause the power in my hands. The being right here is where everybody will rap on. This is my favorite one so far. I'll be honest with you, I love this one. <laughs> Except the, the mix of that would sound terrible to me. <laughs> this is like this high level shit, dude. Like <laughs> like Drake, Drake. If Drake, uh, you know, got red pilled, he'd probably want to cover it. You know what I mean? That's high level right there. You 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 yeah. got a great uh, voice for rap. You got a great flow. You're like you're like kind of singing a little bit. You're you're rapping in key. And uh, you oh, can, yeah, 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 it's high level shit, dude. I love it. Yeah, I just, I just don't like the mix. Like, I almost was cringe listening to that now. I haven't listened to that song for so long. I just almost cringe. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's he's just playing Mago Boy. And I'm like, well, that mix on that song is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. So, okay, now, um, I I'm a Trump fan as well. At one point, I thought Trump was legit as fuck. I never trusted any politician. I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't paying attention. Like Hillary, like, or, or, like Obama, George W., George's dad, the Republicans, the Democrats. I thought, like, I was just, like, uh, not um, hearing any of their shit. I just blocked it all out. And <clears throat> I got into Trump. Uh, you know, I never really watched the, uh, the, uh, the apprentice or whatever his show was. Let's make a deal. I don't know what his show was. I never watched it. All I knew about Trump, rich, white billionaire, dude, banging supermodels. He got casinos. He's hanging out with Tyson promoting his fights at his hotel. I didn't know shit. He's running for president. I'm like, yeah, all that shit's fake. Yeah, I guess he's fake then. Like, I didn't pay attention. And then, um, you know, once they started, once once they heard him, you know, saying CNN was fake news and he's like the fake news. I'm like, there's a politician calling these motherfuckers out. I've been saying that forever. I've been saying CNN fake news forever. And on JRE, right on JRE, I'm telling everybody, I go, you get your news from CNN and like Brennan Schaub's like, yeah, yeah. He is before he realized CNN was full of shit. But, um, you know, uh, and then to hear Trump say that, like, that's fake news, fake news and calling him out. I thought, oh, damn. And then 
you know, I kept hearing that he was racist. And I didn't I didn't know because they go, dude, he hates Mexicans. My my whole Mexican family were like, fuck Trump, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. Everybody in my family hated Trump. You know, yeah, mine too. He, hates, he hates Mexicans. So I'm like, okay. Show me this video. Who's got this link of him? What did he say about Mexicans? Let's get down to this. Because uh, everybody thinks, oh, yo, he's so racist against Mexicans. He hates Mexicans. Am I okay? So it turns out the video where he, he he they they edited it to make it sound like Trump was calling Mexicans criminals and rapists when he was actually calling people that were crossing the border illegally yeah. a lot of rapists and criminals. And and if you don't think if you just think it's a bunch of women with babies crossing the border, you are a fucking idiot. It's just women with their babies and they're looking for new lives. Yes, there's some of that shit, too. Yes, there is. But uh, let's just do it the legal way. You know, if you could cross, you could cross over illegally. Hey, more power to you. You know, my grand my grandfather crossed over illegally. He made it, you know, and uh, we fucking made it. But if he didn't make it, if he would have got caught. Uh, you wouldn't see nobody with fucking picketing the border patrol. Like you caught my grandpa, let him go. Like we'd be like, damn, he got caught. <laughs> Try yeah. again. You know what I mean? You know, so so for there to be borders to say that, oh, it should be open borders. You know, uh, that's ridiculous. You know, yes, we yes. If you're looking for sanctuary, yes. If you're, you know, have kids and you're, you know, from Guatemala or Mexico and you want to start a new life. Hell yeah. You know, just sign up. You know, let's see some ID. What's up? Let's let's vet people. That is normal. Vetting people is normal. So everything that Trump was saying about the border, I was like, yeah, you got a border. Try go to Japan. You see, you think you think you just, you know, just start a whole new life in Japan. Try that shit. Try crossing the border to Canada, Canada. They're fucking border. Dude, it's fucking tough. These guys are. Dude, the Canadian Border Patrol agents, dude, they give me shit all the time. They put I mean, me to the side, hour and a half grilling me, you know. So even Mexico, even Mexico, you, if you cross, if you get caught illegally being in Mexico, you can you, you can get up to three years in prison. <clears throat> yeah, so like a border just seems like, oh yeah, n- n- yeah, no shit. Yeah, you have a fucking border. You let people in, you give them sanctuary if they prove that they're legit, but. You just can't just let anybody come through. You just can't. There's a lot of criminals and there is rapists and there's a lot of human trafficking and child trafficking. There is. There's a lot of that shit. So whether you're Mexican or white, dude, you just got to. It's common sense. All right. You got to vet these motherfuckers. OK, there's a, there's a lot of criminals coming through. People are getting popped all the time. Illegal alien rapes fucking three chicks. That shit happens all the time. Uh, it's it's common sense that people coming through. Okay? Yeah, that's it. So uh, to me, that was just common sense. So I'm like, damn, Trump's saying some he's saying some good shit. I, I agree with that. And then, you know, you look more into it. And I thought, damn, uh, I you know, I was big Trump supporter. You know, uh, I was on JRE saying Trump is the greatest president ever, you know, and uh, uh, but Man, so much shit has happened over the last couple of years. And I agree. Yeah, I, 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 and there's, man, there's just so much deception going on. And, uh, 
you know, I was, you know, following Q and all that shit. And then and then now I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. I want Trump to be legit. He's trying to save America, make America great. Yes. Look how retarded the country is right now. Yes. Say we need to save America. Hell yeah. We need to make America great again. Yes. I hope it's real. It could be, you know, he could be playing good cop, bad cop. There could be like a grand, like a bigger scheme that we're not aware of, you know, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. But uh, the one thing I do know for sure, one million percent is the left is demonic. That's 100 percent. There's no way oh, yeah. I'm brain. There's no way I'm being brainwashed to think the, the left is demonic when in reality, Pelosi is a warm hearted woman and and Schumer and Nadler and, and Adam Schiff are great people like the odds that I got brainwashed into not seeing them for the warm people that they are. That, I know that's not real. So we know the left got infiltrated. It got infested. It's like a fucking house that needs uh, some fucking fumigation. It's like termites, like a house that's just infested with termites. And dude, you need to put a big fucking plastic tarp over the Democratic Party and fumigate that shit. That's 100 percent. So now the right right got a lot of rats too. rat got a lot of infiltration, too. I mean, George Bush senior George Bush or W. Bush, they're Republican as fuck. And they're actually the leaders of all this shit. George Bush senior is the he's the fucking godfather of the new world order. Motherfucker was Republican. So there's a lot of uh, demonic shit going on on the Republican side. But the the few spots, the few people that are it appears that they're really trying to save America. They're on the right. So the hope is on the right because it's not completely decrepit. The left, you need to fucking fumigate that motherfucker. But the right, damn, you just got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. It appears that Ron DeSantis, that's a legit dude. It appears he could be a Trump. I'm going to be honest. The last year and a half, Trump has like severely disappointed me. Like disappointed me to like a level where it's like, it almost irritates me because I've been like, I've like looking like risked my life to like try to get people to like vote for vote for yeah. Trump. Like really, I like, have like yeah. looking like risked my life to do it, and he has like disappointed me lately. And that really that's that that's kind of heartbreaking. And DeSantis, he does too much right, too many right things for me. He always saying the right thing, but if you go to his past, he also supported red flag laws a bit. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a lot of these people. I don't know that they just seem. How can I explain it? Ron DeSantis, if we go if we go based off policy, he is the best governor in the country. Yes. Policy. Nobody can argue that. But it's about is it real or is this just what's the word I'm looking for? Psyop. Plain. Yes, a psyop. Or is it just like, yeah, like they know this is the way they get people on, on, their, on their side. Because yeah. I mean, this is the best time for DeSantis to get in because Trump has pissed off a lot of the base. Um Trump is probably pissed off. At, at the bare minimum, forty percent of his forty percent of the base, including people like me, um, and DeSantis, he seems more Christian than Trump. He seems more conservative than Trump. He seems more like I'm gonna pass these policies than Trump, you know. But at the end of the day, who is Ron DeSantis? I don't know him. <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it, it seems it seems planned, man. Like 
I can't argue against the Senate from a policy standpoint. It's just a feeling I have. Um, what has Trump done to disappoint you? His pandering to the LGBT community has gotten out of hand, my fan. It's like past the point of like, it's like past the point of just like doing a little pandering for votes. It's to the point where it's like, it's turning a lot of Christians off. I'm in a lot of Christian group chats with thousands of people. You know what I'm saying? It's turning off a lot of people. And just mathematically, the biggest base for the GOP are Christians. So if you turn them off, you don't have nothing else. Jews, Muslims, women, black people, all these people vote overwhelmingly Democrat. So I just think it's not smart, period. And then you have the vaccine. It's not the point of him promoting the vaccine. It's the fact that he hasn't even acknowledged adverse reactions. We all have seen adverse reactions. He hasn't even acknowledged them. If he all, all Trump has to do or had to do was to say, I know there have been adverse reactions, but I still think the vaccine is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? That'd be something that we, everybody can let slide. But he's been asking about adverse reactions. He just simply ignore, ignores it. And it's just like, bro, that's kind of weird. You push the vaccine more than Joe Biden, for a fact. And you don't even know that much reaction. To me, that's just crazy. So that's what like it almost makes him complicit. Um, and that's 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 very irritating. You know, uh, do you know? Um, there's a conspiracy theory that uh, explains that. I don't know if it's I've, real I've, or not. Do you want to hear it? I've, I've 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 read all the conspiracy theories, and I'm gonna be honest. I, I I I used to give Trump excuses. I used to say he's playing five D chess, but I, I can't believe that. I can't, it's, it's impossible. The way he answers questions in interviews, I just don't believe it. Okay. Now what? Now what is this five uh, D chess theory that uh, you uh, heard of? Um. Well, one of them is I heard that he's purposely promoting the vaccine to help them expose themselves in some way, and then. I read how they explained it, and it sounded like cope to me, um, if I'm being honest. And it sounded like what? Cope. Like, they're just trying to cope. Because I, I feel like... I feel like a, a lot of people want to have hope with Trump, including people like me. So, we'll create excuses for Trump, whereas we don't do the same for Joe Biden. You know, because Joe Biden... Him and Trump on vaccines, they say the same thing. But Joe Biden will just clown him, call him a bad person. When Trump does it, we create a rationale and a reason behind it. Even when he brought the Johnson & Johnson dude out at the freaking rally and said, he owned Johnson & Johnson, the best company. I even saw conservatives justifying Johnson & Johnson, saying they actually have the good vaccine. I'm like, what? Y'all was just saying all vaccines are bad last week. I don't know, stuff like that. But I, I've heard of conspiracy theories. And don't get me wrong. Deep down, if these conspiracy theories are true, I would be happy. Yeah. But to me, the, ch the chances are of them being true, I, I, can't, I can't base I can't base what I do. Of that. I can't claim I'm anti-vax and music and then trump out every single chance I get. Because then people are going to be like, uh, I call out liberals all the time. I, used, I was calling them out for that crap. No, I stopped. So I don't call out Trump for the same thing. Who am I? You know, so I, I, I it, those two things. Plus, before he left office, that $500 billion thing and celebrating Juneteenth, I thought all that crap was just super freaking weird. Um, and then him, like, banning bump stops is lame. Him raising the age for 
vapes and stuff. And me, I'm not with none of that stuff. Him raising the age is kind of like, kind of like, kind of like weird. And then him supporting red flag laws, if I didn't just say that, that was kind of like weird. Even though he changed his tune on that Second Amendment is definitely, I'm, I don't compromise on that at all either. So all that was weird to me. And, and, and then this is the thing that got me. When he said he didn't fire Dr. Fauci to avoid a media storm, the Trump I walked with him. He didn't give a flying crap about a media storm. He let Trump cared about a media storm. That was so weird. It, it, I got a list of things that that irritated me. Okay, okay. So, okay. So, uh, let's just assume Trump is deep state, and we've been psyoped. Okay, and let's say DeSantis, same thing, same thing, deep state psyop. Now what? I don't know. Now I saw people. If that's a psyop, if Trump's a psyop and DeSantis was, is a psyop, dude, a million percent. There's no hope. There's no bro, if they're psyops, no hope, dog. It's bro, fucking over, kid. It's like, over, kid. It's over. Santa, you understand that? We're we're, we're like, headed toward China, Australia. Bro. They're gonna they're gonna capture us. And we're gonna be fucking real slaves. Now we're gonna real we're gonna we're gonna bro. finally see. Damn, we're trapped in some shit. We think we're free. We're not free, bro. If it comes out that now the sentence, I wouldn't be surprised. That wouldn't piss me off really. If you got a deep state, I'd be like, I figured it. I, I, I figured. But if Trump come out as deep state, because the way I'm looking at it now is he's just making bad decisions. But if it comes out that he's deep state, I would. I ain't gonna lie. I would be sort of hurt. <laughs> Oh, it would be over. It would be over because we know we know there's a new world order. We know that we're the new world order is trying to take hold right now. We're in the middle of it. You do know that. That's 100 percent, right? New world order is is has uh, risen and it's trying to uh, finish its mission by total domination. It's not there yet, but we see it now, right? We agree. That's for sure, right? I think we're past seeing it. I think yeah, no, it's, already, it's, sure. already, so, yeah, it's, so, it's already it's already in action. So it's already in action. And then you we all that's hundred percent. We agree on that. And then um if there's a 50-50 chance that the counter to the new world order is the the MAGA movement, right? That's like it, the MAGA movement if it's real, if it's legit. Damn, there's hope. We could beat this shit. Like if if you pay attention to what Trump's doing with the the MAGA movement and and all the people that he's endorsing, his record is insane. Shit's changing. Voting laws are changing. He talks about election fraud all the goddamn time. Shit that you can't talk about. You can't talk about like you bring up election fraud. That's like bringing up Sandy Hook or or the Holocaust. You bring up you. They made it so that if you if you think that there was election fraud, you were fucking anti-Semite that they are, they got it that deep. And they, every uh, a social media platform, they got the green light to attack those people. Oh, he look, look, he said he said the, the election was stolen. Boom. Ban. Yeah, we're at that it. point. We're at that point. And Trump every day, every single day. He brings it up. He posts about it. Now he, he does. He That's always new. did. He always no, did. No, I watch every Trump rally. It exists. I used to. 
uh, almost every Trump rally, he was sort of stay away from the from the from the election fraud talk in, in, in uh, after Joe Biden. I never remember that. In I never I remember that. I, 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 I'm in it every day. He always was. He always no. talks about the fraud. Listen, he was talking about the. He was talking about the election being stolen six months before it was stolen. He was talking about. Yes, he was always talking facts. about it's going to be true. stolen. It's going to be stolen. It's going to be no, stolen. true. But afterwards, there's a video after January 6th, and I remember this because it pissed me off. There's a there's he had a speech, weakest Trump speech in, of all time. First off, he threw Jan Sixers under the bus. And as a Jan Sixers myself, that is highly disrespectful. Um, because we were out there fighting for election fraud. We were out there literally risking our lives for election fraud. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I that, see that. That, that. that pisses me off a lot. Uh, but and free everybody that's still in prison and locked up. They should be free. That's crazy shit. Little, that's like straight yeah. up, straight up yeah. communism right there. Just going yeah. and the FBI, That's crazy. The FBI came to my parents' house, even though I wasn't in the Capitol, just because I was there. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... That's very weird. We got thrown under the bus, not just by Trump. I don't want to put that all on top. All Republicans threw us under the bus, and that irritated me. But he had a speech soon after where he actually said the words that he conceded, and it irritated me. And then he sort of insinuated, he sort of, he sort of, he sort of inferred that the election wasn't stolen. And I'm like, boy, I've been in Washington, D.C. every single weekend stopping to steal fighting for this election crap and this is what we're doing like me you gotta show me that clip you gotta show me that clip i I gotta see that clip i will send it to you tell me that clip i've been saying this since uh 2020 and i will still say it i don't care what trump says or anybody i still think the election was stolen and i don't give a flip about 2024 i don't care about it I, i i'm literally willing to not vote like because there's no states passing mandatory voter ID laws, not in a not not in a a fast fashion. We, we're in 2022. We're we're over halfway through 2022. Shit's so, slow, but a lot of laws are changing, and voter ID. Some states are implementing voter ID little by little. It's happening. You just, little by little. We got two years though, Eddie. Two years. Shit moves. Justice moves very slow. Think about this. Think about this. So you already know the conspiracy theory about why Trump is uh, pro-vaccine all of a sudden and pushing the vaccines and he's super vaccine, right? I would say 90% of Trump followers uh, were very pissed off at his, because he, like in 2011, 2013, he would tweet anti-vax type shit, right? He was known for that. Exactly. He was known for being a vaccine critic. Exactly. So, as a conspiracy theorist, uh, most of my life, uh, and you know, Alex Jones, I mean, it's it's not like some secret thing. Alex Jones talked about it all the time. That the, the goal is to get everybody on a vaccine passport and eventually you implant it. One passport has everything. They could shut you down, all your finances, everything. They can control you, social credit, carbon credit, that's the goal. Have it all in one fucking vaccine. That was what the vaccine passport was about. They needed a scamdemic to usher it in, but it wasn't about the virus. It was about a lot of shit. It was about a lot of yeah. shit. It was about Control. the ballots and all that shit too. Um, so when all this was unfolding over the last three years, people that have been paying attention not even deeply paying attention, but we all knew that the fact it was going to be a fucking pandemic 
vaccine passports, mark of the beast. Everybody knows that. Um, that pays attention. So when all this was going down, um, I I knew, man, when state by, you know, county by county and state by state, when they were implementing these vaccine passports, I was like, damn, that's the, that, everybody knew at that point when they were doing it, everybody got caught up and go, that's the fucking plan. It's the vaccine passports. Anybody who's paying attention, even for one month, would figure that out. So that was their whole plan to get everybody on this universal vaccine passport, which connects, um, which has all your shit, your finances, everything, social credit system. Everybody knew that's the new world order, right? Yes, so, it worked too. So there's a new world order. Now the question is, is there a counter to the new world order? Is the counter real? Is Trump yes. the quarterback of the counter? That's that the question. Part, we don't know. So, That's the question. We hope. We hope. That's the question, right? So uh -huh. if there's a counter to the new world order, then the counter must know the playbook and must know, they must have a plan of how to make this happen. So if there is a counter to the new world order, they must be aware that the new world order has been putting people under trances and under hypnosis for the last whatever a uh, few decades right so if the counter's legit the counter would know that you cannot just simply show the the zombies evidence and then that would flip them and then everything's okay all we need to do is just put out the information and then they're going to accept it and then everything the, the people will awaken if the counter's legit the a counter would not be that stupid the counter would know that, damn, if we're going to do this, we know there's a new world order. We know the propaganda has put everybody in under mass hypnosis. So if you're smart, if you're in the counter meeting, then how how do we deal with these people that are under a trance? And then one dude, the idiot would go, we'll just show them the facts. And then once they see the facts, you know, put a, a documentary, then everybody will awaken that it would that guy would he would get fired immediately. You would have to go through a process of unbrainwashing them. How do you do that? How do you do that? That's the only way. Because you, if you're a true counter, true counter, we go, damn, what are we dealing with? We're dealing with a bunch of fucking zombies in a trance. How we, we need the people behind us. Can't do it without the people. You know, and the demons, they control big tech. They control the media, all the news outlets. Boom. They got they got everybody in a trance. And like the counter would be a true counter would be how do we deal with these people that are in a trance? We got to somehow deprogram them. Right. So um, if the counter is real, then the counter would know that this is going to take a long fucking time. There's no way everyone so, thought everybody thought, oh, if, you know, if Biden gets in the presidency, then all this is bullshit. Then there is no then there's no hope. You know, if Trump doesn't win, I was that guy, too. I was like, dude, if Trump loses this shit and I'm like, dude, he might lose it. They're going to cheat. Look at all the fucking what they did with COVID with the ballots. Damn, Trump's saying they're going to cheat. That's what the fucking all the ballots are for. They're going to cheat. So we're like, damn, are they going to cheat? Shit. You know, if no way. No I'm, I'm Trump I, has to. I have, a, I have a question though. To push back on that a little bit, if the counter has to be sort of secretive, then why is Trump not secretive about anything else? He wasn't secretive about calling out election fraud. He no, still talks uh, about. He talks about fraud. to me. To me, 
I follow Trump like every day. And I don't know if he's real or not. I don't know if he's legit or not. But that motherfucker talks about election fraud all the goddamn time. He's Maybe a, he didn't for a month. I don't even remember yeah, that. Yeah, on it every day. I, I, I remember, like I was going to say, not only that, he also changed it to him on January 6th people. He also said he's going to part of the January 6th people in their most recent speech. But at first, he was condemning people at January 6th. So, I mean, he, I, I think Trump is, is a good marketer. He knows it sound good to his base. It sounded good to me, too. What he said, what he said he's on part of him. One thing I know about Trump, even if it's too, even if the reason is to pander to you for votes, he will make it happen. So if if if, if he is gonna pander to me and tell me that he's gonna part of January six people to get my vote, hey, it might work. You better do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 check this out. So the conspiracy theory of why is Trump so pro vaccine? The conspiracy theory is if the counter is real, the 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 counter. This is the conspiracy theory that the. The plan was to keep everybody in lockdown for 10 years and in 2033 have the vaccine. And Fauci, you could see him in 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 uh, interviews where he's saying, like talking to all these other big pharma people. And, and he, he's very clear if it takes at least 10 years, if everything goes perfect, it takes 10 years to come out with a vaccine. He was very, very clear. And he kept repeating them. You watch these Fauci videos from not that long ago. He goes it to, in like 2015, 2017. He's talking to people said that if everything goes perfect, the, the quickest we could do a vaccine is 10 years because you need try first phase of trial, second phase of trial. It takes time. It takes a long time to come up with a vaccine. You can't do it real quick. So. <clears throat> So the, the, the conspiracy theory is the plan was to lock us down for 10 years, keep the vaccine and not release the vaccine till 2033. And by that time, the economy is crushed, slowly crushed the economy piece by piece, little by little, drag it out for 10 years, just destroy everything. And that, it looks like that's what's happening, you know, with the food shortages and the fucking food plants blowing up and all that shit. Like what, what's going on? But then, so the plan was the conspiracy theory is the plan to keep that going little by little 10 years. It's already been two uh, and then have the vaccine in 2033. Meanwhile, uh, Trump, while he's still president, the last six months, he's saying, dude, you know, fuck that 10 year shit. I'm going to have Operation Warp Speed. Get this shit done in nine months. We're going to have it done by October. And then Fauci and Kamala Harris and Biden, they were all saying, they were all saying uh, that's insane. I don't know why Trump's saying that. That's insane. And if he if he did it, if he did it, how the uh, who's going to trust that nine months? Like he's crazy. Everybody was saying he's crazy. And then Trump said Operation Warp Speed. Nah, that speed don't even exist. That's faster than Operation light. Warp Speed. I, I have to go to my sister right here. Wait, but I think Operation Warp Speed sucks. I think these once again, I've read the data myself. If every time there's data get to a certain percentage or an amount of people that makes a report, you have to speak on it or at least say something about it. That has not been done by Trump. I don't think Trump is deep state. Um, I just think he is making. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. The conspiracy theory is that Trump made a deal with big pharma and just said, let's just put this shit out in nine months. You guys want to wait 10 years. We just fucking make all the money right now. And the big pharma said, we could do that. I, don't you guys want to wait like 10 years and pretend we're doing 
trials and stuff. And Trump goes, let's just do it now, dog. Let's just do it now. And it, in, uh, coming up with a vaccine in nine months is considered a miracle. That's a miracle. But four vaccines in nine months, you talking about four miracles? Four miracles? Like, how is that? How's that possible? Big Pharma, according to the conspiracy theory, they know it's just Corona. It's just the flu. It's just, you just get the flu vaccine. You just get those. You already made them mRNA vaccines. You guys have done that shit. We'll just use that. Boom. We just bam. And then nobody thought he could do it. No Kamala, Biden, none. They were like, dude, this dude's crazy. And meanwhile, Trump called it Operation Warp Speed. The last name, it's a joke. The last name you would call, you'd want to call a vaccine operation. You'd want to call a vaccine operation. Take your time. Go through phase one operation, phase two, phase three. Operation Take Your Time, not Operation Warp Speed, right? It's a joke. I The conspiracy theory is that to foil their plans, their 10-year plan of vaccine in 2033, Get it all out now. People are going to die. People are going to get fucked up. Fuck. They're not ready for it. They don't have the infrastructure because you know what happened? They rushed everything. They rushed the vaccine passports. And everybody knew that that was anybody in the game knew that was the ultimate goal. And they did it. They put it in, but they couldn't hold it together. It was too soon. People were revolting. The timing wasn't right. So they dropped all the vaccine passports. They pull that shit. They pull the plug. That was the conspiracy theory. It actually happened. Where the vaccine passports at now? That shit's gone. That shit's gone. Like I heard, I heard conspiracy theory. So the conspiracy theory came true. It came true. It did, it did. They were saying that, dude. They said that a year ago. That the reason why he decided he had a choice. You know what? We got to fuck their plans up. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. My last, my last point. Here's my thing, though. If you see, I like play devil's advocate. If you just delete the conspiracy theory, this is that the basic things. When I said, did what I said, did that make sense? Did you follow me? Did you understand? What I, I'm yeah, saying? I, I heard, the conspiracy I, theory I, came true. I heard, no, it only. I feel like it only comes true if you want to believe it, because where the vaccine course, passports at? Where the vaccine passports? You know what I mean? I thought it's everybody. Ex- they pulled the plug I on. I thought everybody expected the vaccine passports to go away after a while. Do you know how many companies lost money for simply having a vaccine passport? Do you know how much money air, air, airplane air, airplane yep. air, airplane companies lost for yep. having the mask mandates alone? Yep. They took the mask mandates. They dang on money serves like crazy. They couldn't wait to have the mask mandates taken away low key because they, they want that they want that money. The government the government was sort of forcing them to have the mass mandates, to have the vaccine mandates and things of that nature. So I think a lot of people expected this thing to go. I think a lot of people were expecting it. I mean, there's still some people, some places in certain states that forces it, but it's dying. It's dying in the South. It's dying. It, it, can't bring it, it but back. it's been dying. If it you can't go bring to Tennessee, bro, so mission I, I, accomplished. Conspiracy listen, theory listen, became true. Listen, I, I lived in Tennessee when the pandemic was still at its height. People were wearing masks like that. Places were forcing you to wear a mask like that. I mean, Target, maybe. But outside of that, nobody was, eating, nobody was even doing it then. That was only happening in a, in a few states. I experienced it when I was in Colorado. It was Colorado super liberal. And I heard reports of it in L.A. I heard reports of it in New York. But that 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 stuff wasn't happening in every state. So I I, I don't know. Now, once again, I hope so, I hope a lot of conspiracy theories are true. The issue is I have to deal with what I see with my own two eyes. I, that, that, that's what I have to deal with. 
Like, I, like a lot of conspiracy theories are, are not a conspiracy theory. They're just facts. It's, it's, it's facts that people are out here drinking blood. It's facts that people are putting blood on their face trying to look younger. These are facts. It's facts these people are in secret groups, messing with little kids. These things are verifiable facts and always really have been. So that's different. When this Trump 3, 5, 5D chest stuff is, is not the same as that. It's like it's, it's, it's like it's things you have to believe it. And I'm not against believing it, but I'm also not against what I'm looking at. I and hope. That, that's I don't believe I hope. I hope because I hope too. If Trump is if Trump's a trick, dude, we are headed for some I don't think that though. totalitarian times. I don't think this is I, all I a trick. That, I, if this is all a trick, shit. I, I, I don't think Trump is deep state. I don't think it's a trick. I think Trump is a person that beats his own drum. I think Trump is a person that's like probably stuck in his ways. And I, I genuinely think he he thinks his opinion. I think he, I think he thinks he know he knows best. And I do feel like in a lot of cases, a lot of leaders have that quality. And I do feel like he's right in a lot of cases. But I'm like. Uh, Recently, I don't know if it's age. I don't know. I, I can't go into it. My sister waiting on me. She's like, <laughs> she's waiting on me. Okay, okay. Hey, I'm gonna let you go, man. We'll do this again, man. We'll make it a regular Please. thing, man. Um, Any, uh, real quick, one last question. Yeah. Do you believe we landed on the moon? I don't know. I, I actually, I, I see evidence for both sides, and I'm like literally in the middle. Part of me is like, why did all countries? I would have to believe all countries played a part, including China, who doesn't really like us, played a part in the fake moon landing. But then on the other side, if you look at the footage, that can't that simply can't be real footage. That cannot be real footage. Exactly. That they said. Close your eyes and just Am I moving? Am I spinning? It's that easy. We're not. The Earth is stationary, and that is scientific. Not pseudoscience. The Earth is spinning at 1,040 miles an hour. You can't feel it. You can't measure it. You can't observe it. You can't repeat it. But trust us, trust us. People are just deceived. I mean, I grew up from kindergarten. There was a globe. They gave them a globe at graduation to take home like an inflatable baseball. So why are they teaching the globe model? Well, the globe is a container, and it's a container of all the known land. If there's more lands, in the late 1800s, they were talking about more land beyond Antarctica. The North Pole is a biggie. Very glamorous destination. What if we all took our compasses out and just followed them until it stopped? Oh, it is that far. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wake up. What Wake if up. we can truly become free? They needed a new model because they wanted a new world order. Open your, eyes. Open your eyes. The physics of water is to find and maintain level. This is the year of flat Earth. The heliocentric theory is bullshit. Get ready for the next level. The next level. The truth cannot be stopped. 
Visit the nextlevel2022.com for more information. So, so, so I'm sort of, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of in the middle on that. Okay, maybe next time we'll, I'll ask you about flat Earth. <laughs> oh, my, hey, listen, I'm talking about flat Earth once again. I, my thing with flat. Okay, we'll get into it next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, Bryson, you're awesome. Thank you for taking the time. Yes, sir. Uh, we're, we're gonna do this again. All right. I, whatever, just let me know, bro. See you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, bro. The Jiu-Jitsu Dojo is the ultimate training ground for life. Jiu-Jitsu will accelerate the evolution of your being, your consciousness, your soul. Through this amazing art, you will prove to yourself that you can master anything you set your mind to. I leave for Brazil tomorrow. Are you the fear factor guy? I'm uh, like six pounds over. Time to sweat it out. Just imagine someone that has no idea how different your game is. I'll tell you what this weekend was, man. It was a culmination point where all your hard work comes to like one great moment in time. You showed that you're a fucking champion. Guy who goes against convention. You created your own shit and figured interesting ways to get around problems in jujitsu. And shows you that great things are possible if you work hard, if you dedicate yourself and you use your creativity and you push through, your own human potential just goes up. My 10th Planet Association has grown rapidly to over 70 academies worldwide, and their curriculums are all synced to 10th Planet headquarters located in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Eddie Bravo. I hope to see you on the mats. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake.